0: If you are a millennial, maybe you've noticed that you have a lot of debt, It seems that millennials are racking up debt at a near record pace. And joining us live on Newsline is CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Jill, I guess I should say, uh, first, millennials, we're talking uh, 30, early 40-somethings, right?
1: Yeah, the 30s especially. Now, listen, some of this information is quite interesting in, like, a good way. Can I give you the positive spin on it? Oh, please. All right, first positive spin, which is we get this report out and it's like oh my god 30 somethings they have acquired way more debt than at any other time in the last gazillion years and you get freaked by that but then you also realize that part of that is about a lot of 30 year olds buying homes during covid and so it's a slightly bit of a misleading headline that we should just you know kind of pull apart so number 1 The mortgage debt that people are using to buy homes, especially before mortgage rates popped up, that has caused total borrowing to rise. The more worrisome part is that we also know that younger people, 20s and 30s, are borrowing more in terms of credit card debt. And that's less good. So I just want to make sure we kind of split it out. Mortgage right. debt, we're not so worried about. Credit card debt, that's worrisome. Uh, yeah, now tell me
0: about this, Jill. I, I read something crazy like the average credit card balance, six thousand
1: seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I didn't mean to. I read the same thing. So this is from Vantage Score. And, you know, look, I I have a sense that uh, a lot of weird things have happened in the in the total sort of savings and borrowing over the last three years. But um, average is not, average is just average. It's not median. So it could be skewed by a bunch of much higher people who, you know, much higher balances. But, you know, the thing that is sort of curious about it when we look at it sort of from 30,000 feet up is that balances for, say, Gen Xers, or older generations, like baby boomers, um, those balances didn't change that much. So it's like, what happened over the last three years that caused these millennials to borrow so much money? Now, some people think... That this could have something to do with some of those buy now pay later loans. You see those when you check out online quite a bit, and maybe some people got somewhat confused about what that meant. Right. But, oh, and Jill, and because you know everybody was shopping online during the pandemic, right? Exactly right. Yeah. And and maybe this also happened more in the last year rather than in the previous two years, because let's be clear, for many younger people, what happened during the first two years of the pandemic is they got They got stimulus checks. They were able to get enhanced unemployment benefits. So what happened that's the difference? It's inflation. And many of them lived home for a while, then they moved out. Now they're paying rent. Now prices are higher. Boom, all of a sudden you've got credit card debt. Look, right now, if you have a job, you service that debt, it's not so terrible. But if the economy turns south, then you have a big problem. And also when you carry that debt, the problem is that you cannot actually do other things in your financial life. So once you have that debt, it's tough to get it whittled down. Can I add one more worrisome part for these millennials? Some and, of them also have student loans. And oh. I don't think that those loans are going to be forgiven so quickly. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have to see what the Supreme Court does
0: about that. We talked with somebody yesterday who said even if they forgive it, he's still 170k in the whole. Jill, back Back to the the uh, half full uh, side of things, if millennials are racking up debt, if they're spending a lot, is the spending good for the economy? <laughs> she asked
1: <laughs> naively. Yeah, I mean it's such a weird thing because, like, from an economic standpoint borrowing and spending is good for the economy. It does keep churning things around. But look, I'm a nerd. I'm a certified financial planner. So I have to talk from a personal finance perspective, which is credit card balances, never good. And more importantly, when you have debt, again, it precludes you from doing other things that you should be doing in your life, like having an emergency reserve fund, like putting money in your retirement account. Hey, Bridget, did you know it's America Saves Week? I know I didn't give you a card. It is? It is. It is. It is oh. America Saves Week. So I'll point that out to you only to tell you that Um, when you're carrying a big credit card balance, it's awfully hard to focus on saving, you're just trying to make that debt go away. And you know, it also can, it also can sort of creep up on you. So it could be $2,000 in a year, and then it's $3,000, it's just sort of exponential. And you have to be very careful with it. So yeah, you know, people do dopey things, they spend, we said, Oh, I want to spend and splurge after the pandemic and Mm -hmm. things opened up get serious now. Happy America Saves Week.
0: (laughs) My oldest, who's not quite a millennial, says she has to learn uh, financial adulting, as she calls it. (laughs) Among other things. Exactly. (laughs) Jill Slausinger, always great to talk with you.
1: Thank you so much. My pleasure. Take care.